newscast. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. Well, let's start with a couple of breaking news items oh, first. Oh, yeah. Out here on uh, 151, every day right. we have accidents on, on 151. We have one today that's got a huge backup. They're getting the car out of the way. But more, more distracting uh, right now to a lot of drivers on 35 uh, near downtown. Uh, they're saying right around Frio Street, Soledad, that area, near the jail, if you know where that is, there's a massive uh, structure fire. I said near the jail, not that the jail's right, on right, fire. Right. But we don't know what the structure is, but it's completely, I mean, the whole thing is it, on fire. It's huge. Yeah. It's a really big fire. Yeah. And uh, you, you can see it for miles and miles, yeah. thick, heavy smoke, gigantic uh, flames that are shooting up. Again, wow. this is in the downtown uh, area. That is uh, definitely I-35. There's all kinds of emergency vehicles. You can see them. They have uh, the streets and uh, probably a couple of blocks around all uh, uh, all wow. roped off, and people can't get in there. But, again, I have no idea what the building is. Right. If I could see it in the daylight, I could probably tell more uh, what it is. It's but. completely engulfed in flames, the yeah. whole building. Yeah, it's going to be yeah. history. Yeah. So. There you go. How are you this morning? I'm awake. <laughs> I'm. I, hey, it's Wednesday. Wednesdays are good days, man. Are they? Why is that? Because you're halfway through the damn week. That's why. <laughs> you're getting further and further away from Monday and closer to Friday. What is on your mind today? What you is had, on my mind? Yeah, you had a chance to think about things last night on a drive in this well, morning. I, What's on your mind? Well, sure. I mean, it's not really a big news. To, well, Trump was uh, Trump was interviewed by Breitbart, and uh, first off, he was talking about how when he knew Ted Kennedy before he was the president, when he was still, people still liked him, you know? Uh, and Ken, he had asked Kennedy, who's the smartest senator? Uh, and Kennedy gave him a name, but he, Trump won't say who it was because he can't stand the guy, but he knows he's smart. But Trump then asked, apparently, Ted Kennedy, who's the dumbest senator? Uh, and get, who do you think it was? Uh, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know <laughs> Joe Biden. Yeah, right. Says he has no depth. He doesn't understand the issues. He doesn't understand policy. You know, but and he's uh, but he's got that uh, congenial congenial act and that tough guy small town act he puts on that uh, kind of clouds the fact. I'm paraphrasing clouds yeah. the fact that he's basically a dumbass. So I thought that was interesting. But Trump said some other stuff that I thought was uh, even more interesting. And I think this kind of carries into a lot of our stories that we're going to talk about today, whether it's Lloyd Austin or, or Blinken in Saudi Arabia uh, or the migrant crisis and Eric Adams, which we'll get to. In the high school. But Trump said, you're, you're dealing with a bunch of folks in this administration and throughout the government who actively disdain the American public. They, they really don't hold average Americans in high regard, which is why they do the things that they do. Uh, I, I, I read that, and we've talked about that idea on the air, but I want to take it one step further. What I'm observing is that these people, the swamp, the political elite, whoever, you know, whatever we're going to call them, they not only hold the American people in disdain, but if, and this kind of explains the migrant thing, if, if, if you don't absolutely agree with them and their agenda, it's not just that they don't like you and they hate you. They think you deserve everything that's coming to you. Mm -hmm. So, wow, in Texas, you're being overrun by migrants and uh, little towns are disappearing. Well, you know, you MAGA hat wearers, you, you deserve that crap. You got it coming. Yep. And I, I really, you can see that ethic through almost every decision that this government currently makes. 
that it's 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 really not it's almost like they're on a ven- vengeance ride against the American people for electing Donald Trump in the first place. They they actually believe you you're deserving of death. They really you believe that. everything, whatever yeah. it is, because Pat, yeah, because uh, that's what we're set up for yeah. here. Uh, you're talking about with the immigrant crisis as an example, illegal immigrant crisis. You're talking about collapse of our health care system in America. The economy. Look, Palestine, you know, Ohio. They can give a crap about those people. They deserve it. They had it coming. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You yeah. know, the, the, you really see that if you open your eyes to that, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. You got it coming, you dirty little people. That's why um, they chose Joe Biden to be the stooge that he is, right? The puppet that he is. Absolutely. Because he's just dumb. And, and with his dementia, it's even worse than that. Right. But he's, he's always been the dumbest senator. Ted, I, I absolutely agree on this case with Ted Kennedy. <laughs> it's odd, it's but not, yes, yeah, once in a while, yeah, it lines but, up. But it's a fact. I've been watching Joe Biden for 50 years, right? And that's exactly who the guy is. <laughs> so that's the perfect kind of guy that Barack Obama, with all of his people in that right. orbit, can control all of what we see going on in the country today. To the point where they're kicking kids out of the school in New York, <laughs> making them go back to distance learning so that they can put illegal immigrants in the Two school. 2,000 right. illegal immigrants. That's right. The kids got to go back home to virtual learning, which we already know screwed up an entire generation of kids in this country. Well, look what it did. Yeah. And we're just going to go right back to it to put a roof. Sure. So, so some illegal aliens don't get some rain on their heads. Some people who shouldn't be in this country in the first place get to go right. to the kiddos' school. Kids got to go home and learn by distance. As you said just now, and I said it all morning this morning, that destroyed the kids for two years. Oh, yeah. And you're not going to get that back. And China... Sean, China didn't do that during the pandemic. China is teaching their kids as young as four years old. IT, robotics, right. oh, yeah. uh, AI. They're teaching their kids all of those things. We are tick-tocking our kids to death in the schools. Well, yeah, you know, the virtual thing just doesn't work, and it's very harmful. And, uh, and we've learned that. I mean, we, we, we started seeing the fallout from that fairly quickly. Uh, as the as the lockdowns went on, and certainly in the year in what year or so since, they they are they've got a lot of mental health issues. Uh, they are very isolated. Uh, they're they're not really. It's not really. I think quality learning when no. you're sitting in front of a computer in your room or at home instead of uh, being there when you're interacting with the teachers. So you know it's it's not surprising. No, but it is it is kind of galling you know <laughs> well look here, here's the bottom line democrats hate americans and they hate america and that's why they're doing this to americans and to america it's it's a bigger problem than the school in new york oh yeah you're talking about the entire education system has been affected uh negatively by what's been going on with the illegal immigrants they're stuffing these kids into classrooms where the teachers have no ability to teach them because they right. don't speak their language right right that's number one number two they have too many kids in a classroom now so the whole system of education in this country is under such pressure it's about to collapse which is intentional. Same thing is true with our health care system. They're giving these people free health care. Mm. And so now, if you, when you went through your medical problems, if you had to go to the hospital now, you're going to wait. doesn't matter what kind of condition you're in. You're right, going to wait. Right, right. Oh, absolutely. They go to the front of the line. you got to go back there and suck it. You're yeah. not going to get in. Yeah. That's well, I already kind of did experience that. That's a couple of times I had to sit and wait for about nine or ten hours to get a room because, yeah, you had a lot of people stacked up in front of you. Well, now try. And a lot of them were, frankly, migrants. Now try nine or ten weeks. Yeah. Or even months uh, right. at a time. If you've got an emergency, you go to the emergency room. It takes you 
hours, if not days. You've got to go wait in your car or whatever before you can get in. That's going on. They're also taking money away from doctors right now, the federal government is, and hospitals are cutting staff to be able to pay their bills yeah. because this is such. So this is going to collapse in on itself. Again, between the education system and the health care system collapsing in, all designed so the government, with Barack Obama and those who believe in communism can come in and put communism in. They can con- they're already controlling the the energy sector, oh, right? They took it over. Yeah, yeah. Now they're going to take over the uh, the school system all across America and healthcare all across America, all designed. And the illegal alien population is the tool that they are using to bring that. Tool about. is the proper word because once they're uh, you know absorbed into the uh, country and we become whatever the hell they want us to become, they'll hold them in just as much of a low regard as they hold anybody else they're they're useful right now the migrants but again once they actually become american citizens and as long as they vote democrat they won't give a crap about them either that's what's so farcical about this whole thing and uh you know you can't you can't want to build a fascist state uh, uh, on the backs of people that you have any respect or concern for. Oh, they don't care. You, it, moreover, you have to think of them as just themselves as tools. We well, are tools. Well, think about this. Yeah. Um, um, and we're running out of time, but think about this. Somebody like a Ron Nirenberg and the, the crew downtown that's involved in bringing all these people into the country yeah. and distribute them all across the country, right? Yeah. Well, when these people collapse the hospital system, yeah, which when, when know, they when they likely you know we, we have fewer police officers on the streets nowadays because guys are getting out and new mm. guys are not signing up and these guys are bringing all kinds of crime and chaos to the streets um, as they collapse the school system in America with illegal immigrants uh, illegal aliens when they do and all this stuff it's going to affect Democrats too oh yeah hey Ron you're going to have a problem on your hands for your family growing up uh, you're going to have a major problem here largely due to your creation you working with the Biden administration to distribute illegal aliens all over this country and they will collapse the system and when the system collapses it's not going to matter what stupid little letter you put after your name it's not like i say all the time we'll all be eating out of the same dumpster man and everybody's <laughs> going to be rowing in the same boat but guys when like, this thing goes down guys like nuremberg aren't that forward thinking you know they they, they they're careerists political careerists they're 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 gunning for their place at the table which ain't going to be there when the when the stuff starts turning you know it's really not and uh they don't nuremberg uh, you can use him as a microcosm of what's going on with the country he don't give a crap about people in this city nope no, not one so crap. He man. signs us up to deliver all these people all over the country, and the same thing is true of Eric Adams. We could go on and on and on. Everybody in the in the uh, Biden administration is doing the exact same thing, but when it comes down to it, they're going down too. Yep. Happy Wednesday. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Hump Day. Uh, big big fire right over here, uh, close to uh, the jail. It is not the jail. It looks to me like some sort of manufacturing or warehouse facility is what it looks like. You it's a warehouse more? fire. It's a warehouse fire. Buena Vista and Salado. Okay. Salado. I know exactly and, what uh, One of the walls has collapsed, the one on facing Salado Street. Okay. Wow. Well. Yeah, and it's ma- it is massive. And they got a lot of emergency vehicles in the area. Lots 31 of units. 31, wow. 31 fire units. Do you have a scanner in there? On my oh, phone. On your phone. Beautiful. Okay. Good, good, good. Well, bring us updates as we get more. Okay. Tell you about Bridgehead IT, uh, somebody who I who I know very well in business and respect a bunch in business, sent me a note yesterday and asked about Bridgehead IT and West Bunch and 
Can you tell me more about them? And simply what I said was, number one, Wes and Bridgehead are in the KTSA family. They have a heart to help people like we do, right? That's the whole point of our sponsors and the people that we do business with is because they want to help you out as well. Bridgehead IT is exactly that. Uh, Everybody that I have talked to about the work that Bridgehead IT does, it's been exemplary. It's been top-notch work. It's also been a great price and a wonderful, wonderful partnership. Uh, Bottom line is what I use Bridgehead IT for my business absolutely without question nor hesitation what I use Bridgehead IT for my IT services at my company. Look, they can do it all for you when it comes to IT services, freeing you up to be able to do what you need to do to make more money for your company. Check them out at bridgeheadit.com and on the phone, 210-477-7999. AccuWeather Party Sunday today, high of 66, 73 tomorrow. And then I just want to look ahead Monday and Tuesday because it's going to be important to prepare for that. Highs only in the 30s, if that. Lows in the teens and 20s. Right now, it's 33 at KTSA. Good morning. Still working that trouble. It's a 722 with Ware and Rima. Do you have anything to lighten the load? Because, I've, I, you know, all this stuff is heavy. These, these <laughs> journalists joking about shooting, assassinating Donald Trump. Oh, wow. That was heavy. B- by the way, I have all the sound for this, but we have a computer issue over there. Poor, right. Poor Jimmy's been dealing with that all night long. So I can't clear any of that sound. But, uh, you know, between that, between... Uh, all the Chinese men, There's, I, I got the numbers now, uh, you know, tens of thousands of young Chinese men uh, have been coming here. Ecuador, how about taking over the television station, all these gunmen in Ecuador. Oh, God, that was weird. Yeah, and, and all this uh, you know, destabilization of Ecuador is meant to drive more and more Ecuadorians here. Uh, that's why they destabilize these countries in Central and South America. Right. And they're going through. They went to Venezuela, and they did it there first, and now they're in Ecuador destabilizing it. 118,000 Ecuadorians came here last year. 118,000 and more are hot-footing it you know, to get right, here because right. they just destroyed that country down there, and they've got gunmen now that are breaking into television stations and taking over TV stations. Well, you know, yeah, <laughs> that's what guys like that do. Right. <laughs> well, I don't really have anything funny today. It's all heavy. I mean, I guess the funniest thing, and I heard you talking about this earlier, funny, you know, but also sort of, at last, somebody said this, uh, the Deuce, man, uh, Peter Deucey and John Kirby, who was a lying sack of crap, John Kirby. Uh, and they're talking about Lloyd Austin. And, uh, well, you know, as we now know, it was prostate cancer, but still, he didn't tell anybody. It was very, very strange. I agree with what you were saying earlier, that there's something else to this. Yeah. It's, it's not just, <laughs> I, I don't buy it. And, and, and Ducey put into words, and I've been waiting for him or Jackie Heinrich to, to actually say this, why should we believe anything you people have to say about anything? I don't believe a word of it. Uh, and Kirby's response was... Gobbledygook, it, yeah. you know, it didn't well, it always you know, is. Right. perception or, or, well, you know, we know we have to whatever, explain things it's, better. I don't know. I think it was, it's unfortunate. It's on, un- <laughs> yeah, everything's on, un- when they're in the, when their ass is on the griddle and somebody calls them out on it, it's unfortunate. But, but, I, but that's the question. Why should we believe you yeah. about anything? Well, what the deuce was pointing out, he's right. If, if, you, if you're lying to us and covering up, and they are, about Lloyd Austin, of course you're lying and covering up about Joe Biden and dementia. If you'll lie about a small thing, hey. you'll lie about the big thing. Which is exactly what these yeah. people are doing to yeah. you. They are lying to you. Because this, there, was no re- <laughs> there was really no reason, of course especially not. if it was prostate cancer. Yeah. 
Yeah. Nobody's going to say, oh, don't go get your prostate cancer right. taken care of. Right. Nobody would care. No, there's something else going that's on. That's, that's, there's got to be yeah. something else because yeah. it doesn't make any sense. Well, and, uh, Kirby also said yesterday, when when was the president informed that it was cancer? Oh, uh, today? Today, He man. found out the beginning of December. See, I don't even believe that. Who? I, what do you believe? That, I, just, that sounds like a lie that's a setup to help us, you know, to, to clear Joe Biden from not doing anything about it. Well, that's what that yes, is. Yes, I, I agree. That's, that's and, a lie and, to clear. Uh, it, it's it's very bizarre, but a lot of stuff that they do is bizarre. Right. But yeah, I'm I'm with Deuce, and you know, people in your own life, because we've talked about it on the air. You know, people just lie constantly. You know, after a while, when they start telling the truth, you don't believe them, right? Because everything is a freaking lie, and it's the same thing with our freaking government. But see, Joe's always been that way, right? Oh He's, yeah. Uh, that's, again, going back to the theme of the day, which is him being a useful idiot in the hands of Barack Obama. Sure. That's another. Th- thing another tool that obama and his crew can use to operate this government in the way sure. they want it to operate and to take us down the road they want to take us down so. that's it i mean uh, look we, we we've known this for a while and, and you can't if you're being honest you you can't watch the man on tv and 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 be honestly say that he's doing the job right no there's no way man no he's not so i i don't know what all that lloyd austin stuff was about but i sure as hell know it wasn't just Oh, I forgot to tell people, or I, I, you know, I, I don't even, they really haven't even given a reason why he didn't tell anybody. Look, here's a guy, and I told John Hayward this this morning, here's a guy whose whole life, he's a four-star general. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a guy his whole life has been about protocol, following the rules. You don't get to be four-star general. Number one, you got to kiss the right fanny. you got to go That's, to the right yeah, cocktail political. party. It's all, it's all right. political. And then you have got to make sure that you're following. you got to be a well, serious rule follower. To, to so, get to that level, you got to be the guy who follows the rules more than anybody correct. else. Correct. It's like the, being the conductor of an orchestra, right? And they know how to play all the instruments. They can do everything themselves, sometimes better than the uh, actual performers. You, you've got to be that guy. And, and that's what makes this even more bizarre. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not really believing this whole idea that he didn't inform anybody. Something else is going yeah. on here. It now, doesn't make any sense. I, I really believe he told his real boss. I told you this a couple of days ago. He told Obama. That's his real boss. <laughs> he you called know, perhaps, Barack, I and mean, I'm going to be out for a couple of days. I, I, I just, it, 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 it just doesn't make any sense why you wouldn't, especially given what we now know it to be. Unless, unless that's bullcrap, too. Unless he doesn't believe that Joe Biden is the boss. If he doesn't believe Joe Biden's the boss, there's no reason to tell him. I'll call Barack, and it'll be fine. Everything's going to be good, and I got to cover. Yeah, but, wait, but that still doesn't explain why he didn't tell his own staff and why he didn't tell those people. I mean, that doesn't make any sense at all. None whatsoever. And so it's either it really wasn't prostate cancer and he went in to get some hair plugs or something else, but the, the, there's there it doesn't make sense why you wouldn't tell anybody. And that's beyond the, the reality that we have all these active wars and things sure. are on the edge and all that stuff. You know what? It's just another proof that they cannot tell the truth. No. They can't. They're full of crap, Trey. That's right. Quick break. More Warren Ryman coming up at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center. They're here for you and your family. Military folks, let me just talk to you for, for a half second here. You know uh, what it's like to be de- deployed. You know what it's like to have... Family members who have been deployed or family members that you leave behind. You know the stress that is a part of that. You know that it can be a very uh, depressive type time. It can also be a time full of anxiety. Or when you come home from, let's just say, you were in Afghanistan or Iraq or somewhere like that, uh, where people don't like you and they're uh, attacking you and you, you come home with PTSD, and maybe you don't even recognize it as such. 
Laurel Ridge is here for military families. Healing and hope is right here at Laurel Ridge and has been since 1987. For all types of behavioral and mental health issues, they're ready to take care of you and your family. Free assessment 24-7. They're always there, always ready to see you at Laurel Ridge Treatment Center, 210-491-3591. Since 1987, saving lives, healing families, creating hope. You've seen the big sign, so now... On Rima, right here on KTSA. Um, so Monday is the Iowa cockeye. <laughs> There's one caucus, two cockeye. That's right. Three cock M. Um, exactly. So yeah, yeah. And the weather is going to be awful. Yeah, awful, excellent. awful. It's going to be bad here. You yeah. Know? Uh, but up there, we're talking about probably minus 15 with snow in Iowa yeah. on Monday. Yeah. So that's going to obviously affect the caucus. Um, watch Ron DeSantis. Last night, you get a chance to see that. I watched a little of it. So What'd I- you think? I just I've kind of tuned out from him and Nikki Haley to be honest with you. I yeah. I, I I really have, and I I mean these these town halls they did one with Nikki. Uh, yes, I guess they're doing Trump today. Uh-huh. I think so. That's right. So I'll probably watch that. Yeah. But no, I I, I mean DeSantis is he's just gotten so he's such a weenie. So okay. I, <laughs> all right. You know, I mean I a lot of half the stuff he says is Trump stuff that Trump would want to do, and the other time he spends the rest of the time you know dissing Trump. Uh, both he and Nikki Haley are, you know, and I guess didn't DeSantis say that it's all going to change in Iowa, that he's, you know, he's going to win this thing? Yeah. He's, what he said was uh, Iowans have a chance to turn this around right. and make a big difference. And some of the polling is showing that Nikki is gaining ground on Donald Trump, particularly in New Hampshire. Mm. Uh, she's really close to him in New Hampshire right now, very close. Oh, to I didn't him. realize. How yeah. long, how, like a pretty you know, yeah, short gap? Yeah, yeah. It's, wow. not, it's not big at all, depending on the poll that you look at. Right. right? They're all showing that she has gained a significant ground on Donald Trump in New Hampshire, which is why she made the comment the other day, and the way they the, the Fox News lined this up, they're doing it on the on the Brett Bear show in the evening with him and, and Martha. Uh, they did uh, Nikki first, then yesterday they did DeSantis. Today they're doing Trump. Nikki and DeSantis are doing a debate tonight on CNN. So oh it's all you know. It's, yeah. You know they're they're down to the, uh, I guess to the nut cutting on all this and trying to get close to what they're going to do on Monday. Uh, you know the the guys who follow this closely, and I, I I tend to agree, say that if the weather is really bad on Monday, that benefits Trump. Mm. You know to have oh, yeah. more people stay home than, right. than not show up. That he'll that'll benefit at least percent, uh, percentage wise. Um, I I thought DeSantis didn't sound all that bad yesterday. Right. I, I I I trust him more than I trust Nikki Haley. Mm. Nikki on Monday she was very polished. Um, you know, very I don't know politicianic. You know. Well, she's trying trying to recover from that you know gotcha question about slavery. Right. So she wants to come off as in control and command of her thoughts yeah. and, and all that stuff. Uh, DeSantis was a little less uh, politician last mm. night, although there's definite you know tendencies to be that. I don't think he's got a real chance at at uh, wrapping up the nomination unless something happens to Trump. Uh, well, like what these <laughs> reporters are talking about: persecute, oh, prosecute, assassinate. Right, 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 right. No, I, 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 I'm all in for Trump. I, I don't really right. give a crap about anybody else at this point Understand. because it's it's all about Trump. This whole thing is all about Trump. You mean all the crime and all? Well, the, the, it, it's 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 everything they're, they're trying to do to get him out, keep him out of office. Right. His numbers, uh, you know, I think uh, for the tenth week in a row, he's bested Biden in some national polls. Oh, it's incredible. You know, he's light. He's still light years ahead of everybody else. It, this election is about Trump. Sure it, it is. Really, it's about <laughs> Trump or them. 
You know right. what I mean? Them, the the swamp, the mm-hmm. political class. It this is it comes down to either Trump or them, which really means it comes down to the American people or them. Sure. So Nikki Haley, Ron DeSantis. Yeah, you know, I still find Vivek, you know, Vivek uh, kind of interesting on occasion. But um, it's Trump, 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 man, for me. Well, it is. No, no that's exactly why they're yeah. doing what they're doing. They are scared of Donald Trump, oh, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, and so they're doing everything they can to try to erase him from this run. What they're hoping on, and we'll get into the Fannie Willis thing a little bit later on, but what they're hoping uh, is that he's convicted in, in Georgia, yeah. that he's going to be in jail during the election. Right. Now, he can still run. This is the interesting thing. He can still run and win yeah. as an inmate in their jail in, in Fulton County, Georgia, um, in, in an orange jumpsuit. I mean, this guy yes. can actually win while he's in jail. And you know what? what? Unless they can really cheat their asses off, he will. Well, <laughs> and, and, and they are going to do that, yeah. right? But remember, they have all kinds. These people will stop at nothing because their freedom and their lives are on the line in that many of them deserve to be in prison themselves. Right. Right. Or at least fired. Sure. Kicked out of the system. Sure. Exactly right. And so uh, Donald Trump is going to go after these people and try to root them out this time. I'm fully convinced of that. And they are, too. And that's why they're Uh, doing what they're doing. And it's easier to make a man disappear if you got him locked up. I don't know. Ask those guys in the Manhattan jail where (laughs) Epstein uh, disappeared. Right. Right? Yeah, I I think anything is possible over the next 10 months. They'll stop at nothing. Yeah, and and that's the kind of the scary part about it. Oh, it's unbelievable. So these journalists joking, I mean, and caught on the hot. Mike oh, about funny. assassinating him, getting him a drive in a convertible, you know. Yeah. Uh, I bet a lot of people on that side are thinking that stuff. Well, sure they are. And they, they make jokes about it uh, as a matter of course. I imagine if you could hear a lot of conversations would probably be similar well, because they despise the man. I can tell you the Washington whispers say to me that they joke about sending him to Dealey Plaza all the time. Right, right, One-way right. One-way ticket to Dealey Plaza for Trump. Ha, 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 ha. Right. Ain't nothing funny about that at all. There's nothing no, there's nothing funny, funny about, about it. it, but it is funny to them. Well, I know. That's what and, I'm saying. And if you were to look cross-eyed at anybody, or Biden or any any of them, oh my God, the outrage. Sure. If these were a bunch of uh, Trump supporters talking, having the exact same conversation about Biden, not only would there be outrage, they'd be visited by the Secret Service. See, that's the whole point about everything that we see going on. If it was the Trump sec def who disappeared for a month and was in ICU and didn't tell anybody, you know what CNN and ABC would be screaming. They would have been fired that very day, man. You know, but now it's okay. It's you know, it's 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 all right. He's just Lloyd Austin. It's all right. You know, no problem at all. The the whole two tiered system. If you make a joke. Like these guys were, you know, right. to, to put him in a convertible and take him to Dallas, that God. kind of stuff. You know, that's not funny. We, I'd play it for you, but we had a problem in there. Right, but, right, but right. But it's not funny. No. And, and, and again, like you just said, you turn that around and make a joke like that about anybody on the left, you're going to Any jail. Any Democrat. You're going to jail. You're going to, you're going to get a visit and you're going to jail. That's exactly right. I mean, they got people in jail right now for January 6th that, uh, you know, they haven't had a trial. They haven't had a due process. They just slammed them into a cage. Right. If you were out there making those kinds of comments, let's say a Fox News guy uh, was out there making those kinds of comments about, uh, or a Breitbart guy or a Newsmax was making the same comments about Trump, you know what would happen. You mean about Biden? About Biden. Yeah, yeah about Biden. And, right. uh, well, get him into a convertible, you know. Take him to Dealey Plaza, Plaza all, all over again. Right. Yeah. They'd go away real quick. Yeah. Man. Right. You know, so par for the course, unfortunately, <laughs> Well, <laughs> in the moment we're in. Yeah, and, you know? and, and they don't care. What they're hoping to do is lock him up, and, and the reason they're focusing so much attention 
on Georgia is because that's a state crime. And a president cannot pardon for a state right, crime. Right, right. Now, in D.C. and in Mar-a-Lago, those are federal crimes. A president can write a pardon. Right. Now, in, in Georgia, if let's just say, just real quick, say that Trump is convicted. And I'm not sure that's going to happen. But let's just say he is. Right. And that he's locked up. And he wins the presidency. <laughs> He cannot pardon himself. He can't pardon himself out of that. Now, right. he could in D.C. Right, right. He could in Mar-a-Lago with that deal down there. Well, that's very obviously why they brought the charges that's, in Georgia. And, and why the White House is colluding with Fannie Willis. Yeah. Why she's been going to the White House. Why her prosecutor boyfriend oh, taking her God. on trips on, on Royal Caribbean cruises. Taking cruises, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know. With the money that she paid him to prosecute. Right, yes. right, right. Yes. Nothing inappropriate about that at all. Huh? Oh, man, it's a scheme. And, you know, yeah. again, again, the stuff that we expose, if, if, if this was a conservative cabal that was going after a Democrat, yeah. and you find out that the DA has got a boyfriend, that she, everything's the same, that she's paying him to, to be the prosecutor, that they are visiting the White House to get their marching orders, and he is taking that money and taking her right. on cruises and trips everywhere. If that was a Republican doing that, you know what they would be doing today. Oh, my God. The, you know the outrage, yes. the looks of disgust on their faces as they as they report on this, well, she'd have oh, been fired. God. She'd been well, yeah, obviously she would have been fired and gone. <coughs> I'm talking about the coverage would just yeah, oh. be Joe Scarborough. Oh, oh, this is you know, this is an attack on democracy. Exactly right. <laughs> exactly right. All right, quick break. More wearing Rima coming up. Get into the best shape of your life and work out in the comfort and safety of your own home and comfort and safety. This weather, right? We're seeing a change in the weather, and you don't need to be outside running up and down the streets of your house and all that kind of stuff. You don't even need to be out running to the gym. Uh, what you do is you go to Hess Fitness Products, which is right there on 281 between Thousand Oaks and Brook Hollow, and take a look at all the great fitness gear they have there. Oh, they have weight machines, and they have treadmills, and they have running machines, and they have all kinds of so you can get aerobic or strength trainer or whatever. They've got it all. And they've got the best warranties and the best price guarantee. They've been around for more than 40 years over at Hess Fitness Products. This is where I buy my stuff. I love it. I love working with the guys over at Hess Fitness Products. Albert and his uh, team are just wonderful guys who really understand uh, the right questions to ask you to help you make the right decision for the right piece of equipment for you at Hess Fitness Products. Hest is best when it comes to your fitness equipment. Check them out today at HestFitness.com and, of course, right there. Hess Fitness, 281 between Thousand Oaks and Brook Hollow. According to TxDOT, on average, one motorcycle... ...with Ware and Rama on KTSA. Again, there's not a lot of goofy crap today. We had goofy naked people yesterday at Bass Pro Shops. We had dogs eating money today. We got nothing. But uh, we did learn, uh, I guess, a little sort of learn a little bit more about Sinead O'Connor's passing in that the uh, you know, coroner came out. They said the official cause of death was natural causes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They haven't said anything else. Mm-hmm. We don't know what those natural causes are. And that's just kind of interesting because she was, what, 52, 53? Yeah. So what would have been natural causes? Good question. You know, that's what they announced at first. And then they, yesterday the official yeah. thing came in and said that, backed them up on what they said. We had all been speculating suicide or something because yeah. she had tried that on a number of occasions well, before. And she posted a lot of stuff about b- yeah. about that uh, in the days before. So I, I don't know. It's very strange. Yeah. But uh, just a, a, a sad and brilliant story all the way around when you, when you think about her, a very talented artist and uh, just had a lot of uh, – had a crappy upbringing. Yeah. Abusive childhood and uh, had her own issues throughout her adult life and uh, just uh, still a marvelous artist. So I – 
I just wonder. I heard that. I was like, natural causes? What would that what, be? What? That's young for natural causes, yeah, man. Cancer, maybe, or something like that. But they would have said that. that right? Yeah, it's kind of like Lloyd Austin. Why, yeah. you know, for, why until you yesterday, that? why wouldn't you just say that? You know, Why not just say what happened? Yeah. So I don't know. You know, that's an interesting point, though, because she has a right to privacy. Maybe she requested that a cause of death not be maybe. released. He doesn't. Oh, no, he doesn't. He's public property, <laughs> baby. Right. He's public property. That's exactly right. Okay, so how about something out of left field? Though? Sure. Just something to kind of lighten the load out of left field. Sure. I don't know. It's nutty. It's, you know, whatever. But, uh, we, you know, it's cold now. We have frost out here. You, There's frost on the pumpkin. That's right. And you were just talking about how cold is different for you than for the rest <laughs> of us because you came from cold weather. Uh, we get down to 60 in the mid-50s or whatever, and we're like, okay, oh, we're just going to go. Well, <laughs> Which but, I think is great. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Now, Tuesday morning, we're going to be the the record low for Tuesday morning for that date, which is the 16th, my 49th anniversary in radio, mm. is 14 degrees. It was set in 1888. Right. Okay. Now, we're that's gonna, cold. We're going to be challenging that. 14 degrees, is how low, how low are we going to get? We're probably going to get close to that. Really? Yes, sir. Now, that is cold. Okay. <laughs> when you come in here Tuesday morning. You're, no. going, you're going to have frost on your pumpkins. I can just tell you that yeah. right now. It's going to happen. I don't think I have a pumpkin anymore since the, the surgery. Well, okay. I'm just, you know, I, but 14 degree, anything yeah. below 30 is freaking cold. Man. Okay. So this Monday and Tuesday, it's going to be freaking cold around here. <laughs> and I think that's cold enough for even the, the, the northern folks who have made it down here. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, yeah. I, I never wanted to be that because I grew up in Maryland, yeah. which has long winters. I lived in Iowa, which has long winters. Ooh. I lived in Colorado, which has long the, the warmest place I've ever lived is here. Yeah. And I never, when I got here, I didn't want to be one of those guys that when it got cold, uh, like, oh, hey, how'd you, uh, yeah. how'd you go? No, you know, if it gets cold, it's yeah. cold, all right? right. That's exactly 14 right. degrees is freaking cold. So let me ask you a question. What's your favorite cold comfort food? Cold comfort yeah, food? Yeah, when it's cold, what do you got to have? I like cow dough. Okay. Uh, my That's wife makes this ground. In fact, we had this last night. My wife makes this this uh, ground beef and corn stuff that we put in. Oh, sure. We make tacos out of. I uh-huh. love that. Okay, so that's a good cold comfort. Yeah, right? but caldo. I really like caldo. Man. Well, that's that's almost perfect. Yeah, you, you know. Do, menudo? Do you do that? No, no, I'm too honky yeah. for menudo. I hear you. I can't get in the. I can't can't even be in the same room with a with a pint of menudo. No, I man. hear you. I hear you. I, I walked in the front door yesterday, and of course it wasn't cold yesterday. Right, right. But I walked in the front door and I smelled it, man. The minute the door opened, what was it? it? Oh, my eyes started to water. I started to get to shakes, and I said, oh, Nancy's making chili. Oh, wow, yeah. Oh, and I said, you know, maybe we should have done this next Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> she said, we can do it again. We'll make a bunch and phrase it. We can do it again. Yeah, you can do it again. Yeah, that chili's will. good food for uh, for when it's cold. It's like the perfect cold weather food for me. Right, you know, right. It's got everything, all the right ingredients. It's hot. We make it with cornbread, pioneer cornbread, right, sweet right. cornbread. And man, it's to me that's just a perfect. Now, she loves caldo. I'm not a big caldo person. She loves caldo right. on a cold day as well. She was raised with that on the yeah. west side. Not not me. Oh, wait, I love. We have a uh, we have a tinka taco down the street that yeah. makes this extraordinary caldo, and right. I like to load it up with cheese and cilantro and all that stuff. We we have this one around the corner. It's a little taqueria kind of thing around right. the corner, and they put whole vegetables in the bowl. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, you got whole it. onions and whole tomatoes. I'm waiting to see a whole chicken in there. Well, <laughs> you know it starts out that way. Oh yeah, <laughs> just put the whole damn thing in there, man. Alive. <laughs> You know, <laughs> suffice it to say, you know, you don't want an iceberg salad, you know. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't want anything cold. What's that soup that's cold? James would know. He's a foodie. What's that soup that you get that's cold? Gazpacho. Gazpacho. Yeah. It's not going to be a gazpacho yeah. day. No, it's a bad day On for Monday. <laughs> and for ice cream. And for no ice cream. Nope, nope, nope. You know. Got to make it hot. 
But but unless you have be- fried ice cream. Do, yeah. do Chinese fried ice cream. Maybe that'll work for you. But anyway. And whatever you're planning for this weekend, make sure you got plans to protect your house because that's really expensive if you break a pipe or something. Oh, really expensive. So These are the moments where I'm not a fan of being a homeowner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you were Can't running an apartment, somebody office. else did all that, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> the pets. Yeah. The pets. Got to take care of all of them, man. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. But, again... When you have to go through a little bit of cold weather here in South Texas, it right. makes you appreciate all right. the fact that it's summer and spring the rest of the year. That's exactly right. And you're going to work in flip-flops. Uh, look, the way we do things here is we'll be cold like crazy Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday will be 110. But, yeah. <laughs> That's how we do. That's Back how we east, roll. it goes on for weeks <laughs> and right. months, man. Not here, baby. All right, more wearing rhyme at 805 KTSA. Hi, Danny Bose here from Southwest Metal Roofing System. It's uh, 807 at KTSA. Yes, it is. Warren Ryman here on KTSA. I uh, mentioned on my show this morning that next Tuesday is uh, 49 years on the air. God, yeah. The last 25 have been hosting the morning show. Yes. And I've probably seen it all <laughs> when, right, it comes right. to, when it comes to local politics. Right. So months ago, and I know you talked about this when I was off a little bit too, but months ago I started to talk about this thing that John Courage was doing, the gun buyback mm. program, yeah. using HEB uh, gift cards to buy back guns. Right. <clears throat> and what I started to say was gun owners protect your, your stuff because uh, gun uh, theft is going to go through the roof in San Antonio. Right. It's just going to happen. Right. Uh, everywhere that these gun buyback programs have gone into effect – Usually, oh no, not usually. Every time, by left-wing socialist candidates like a John Kerry, right, who want to you know build their cred, he wants to run for mayor, and he's going to sure. run for mayor. And this is why I bring this story up because I want everybody to remember what he did. All right. By doing this, when his name shows up on the ballot, you make sure you vote against John Courage because by doing this, we have had a spike now in gun theft <laughs> in San Antonio. So much so to the point that in less than an hour, at nine o'clock this morning, the sheriff. The DA and the Chief Popo, they're all going to get together and have a press conference on how to protect your gun from being stolen. So your gun's not <laughs> stolen. Now, again, these you know, left-wing right. Democrat nut jobs that are, are elected by people, whether they're in San Antonio, in Austin, or in in, uh, in Washington, D.C., they create more problems than they solve. This, well, sure. This was not necessary. He created, and I said so at the time, he's creating a gun theft issue in San Antonio, and we've had, last year alone, thousands upon thousands of guns were stolen from law-abiding legal gun owners. They took them down to the Alamo Dome, turned them in. Well, we had, got him on the air when you were off, and I, yeah. I, I asked him about that. He acted like he didn't know that went on. Like, what, 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 you're telling me that people will steal guns to get the cards? Really? Like, yeah, That's John, what he told you. He did. That's exactly what he reacted like. He'd never heard. Like, that was the most absurd idea I, that ever he'd ever heard. Well, let me tell you something. That, that was a bald – he lied to you. That was yes, a bald-faced lie because leading up – to my taking time off, they were begging, his staff was begging to get on my show and refute me on that. Well, he, he wanted to refute weeks before. Yeah, well, weeks his, before he told his you reputation that. was, uh, was oh, that's not happening. Oh, I've never heard of that. That that was his great stellar counter argument, too. Plus, I brought, when we brought up a number of occasions. You look at cities that have done this. And of course. Do it. Because here's the deal I'll tell you why they're stealing guns. Because they know this is going to come around again next year. Well, of course. They know it's, if it's going to be an annual thing, they sure. know I've got to steal some guns between then and now. 
and uh, and that's the dealio. So you look at cities where this has gone on. In Philadelphia, it's gone on since the 70s. There is not one steady uh, study or metric that says gun violence was diminished in any measurable way with these gun buyback programs on an annual basis. In fact, the cities that have these, they tend to see what? Higher gun violence. That's what I was just about to say, is that the opposite happens. It yeah. has the opposite effect because you are disarming law-abiding citizens. Yeah. Gang Bang Joe up here with the rag hanging out his back pocket, he's not taking his M7 in. He's not going to turn a Tech 9 in. He's not going to do it. He's going to go get your shotgun out of your house. He's going to go get your pistole out of your car or your truck, and he's going to take that down, and he's going to turn that in, and he's going to get probably, what were they giving away, Elaine? At some point, you could get like $1,000 in HEB, depending on the gun you brought in. You could get $1,000. Depending on the gun, you got higher amounts on your your shopping cart. I think it was $350 for an AR-15. Yeah, and and you could bring in as many as you wanted. Yeah, but it's less than what the gun's worth. Right. So <laughs> you you could take that in and get, you know, the ATV right. money and go you know, turn around and, and sell that card on the street, you know, to these immigrants or whatever. And right. what, whatever. But the point is, this was a, a, a solvable – they created the issue. Yeah. They created the problem, and today they're going to have a press conference and talk about, you need to be locking your gun up because we have a real problem in Bear County with people stealing guns. Well, of course you do, you airhead. <laughs> Well, yeah, you know. Who are and, you? But again, you said it a little while ago. It's not about the actual real-world outcome. Oh, it doesn't no. matter if it doesn't do anything or if it causes more harm. You said it. Guy wants to be mayor. He wants claiming rights. Sure. Look at what I did. Right. I have a gun buyback. I'm doing something about you know gun violence in San Antonio. That's exactly what he's going to say. And that's all it is. Exactly it doesn't right. matter if it affects people's lives in some bad way. You know, uh, they're going to have a whole lot of B-roll in his campaign ads for you know showing the guns being turned in yes. and HEB card going to the people. They're going to have a lo- whole lot of B-roll for that. Meanwhile, those of us who are law-abiding citizens are less safe in this community, and that's also part of what they're attempting. Well, sure. We talk about that all the time, but they want the chaos in the streets because uh, uh, this allows them to roll in with a heavier hand on your on your personal liberties. Uh, The other thing I took from that whole thing with John Courage is the entire the whole argument for it is really based on this because he said it. Well, there's a lot of people out there that have guns in their homes, and they don't feel safe with those guns in their homes. So this gives them an opportunity to feel better and to turn their... Do you really honestly believe there are legions of people who have guns in their homes somehow... And they're afraid of their own guns. I mean, that's the entire argument. That was it. That was in leading up. That's why he started it. It, it. That's exactly what he said when he announced the program. So a lot of people out there that have they're law-abiding citizens. They have guns in their home. They're really afraid of that gun in the closet. They're going to bring it and turn it into us. Holy he crap. also mentioned the domestic violence situation. Oh yes, the yeah. rise in domestic violence here in San Francisco. Yes, he did. Right, yes, right, did. right. Well, you know what? When somebody's in a, 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 a violence person like that, you lock them up. <laughs> hey, DA, you lock them up and you keep yes. them. You keep them locked up so they. Can't can't get to their spouse and beat snot out of them. Right. Well, all in all, it's a bunch of crap. Well, and uh, but you know, again, this is uh, this is how you build a resume and well in in politics. And that's why we bring it up because yeah. he's going to be on the ballot someday for mayor, and you need to vote against him because he created this. Yes. This is not something that we should be going through, and we're we're having to go through it because it created this problem. Well, were we talking about uh, high theft rates nope. of guns prior nope. to this? Nope. Was it going nope. on? No. 
No. Now, all of, a su- all of a sudden, it's going on. Now it's a big issue. Now it's a big issue. Why do you think that is? Right, exactly. So, anyway, so. good luck, John. <laughs> <sighs> and, and, you know, the thing is, they didn't do any kind of IDing of anybody no, who brought they, this guy I mean, down. You, so, you leave it in your trunk. You yeah. don't even get out of the car. Right. Right. Uh, I think he said there's no security cameras on you, right. so, you know, it's perfectly anonymous. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then acted mystified at the thought that somebody might steal a gun, uh-huh. leave, put it, or, or uh, what I said is, what about somebody, I mean, it's a great way to get rid of evidence, right? If you commit a crime sure with a gun. Is. You get paid for you leave to get rid it, of evidence. You, you drive it up, leave it in the trunk, sure. you guys take it, there's no names, no nothing, no connection to you and the gun. Why wouldn't somebody who's committed a crime with a gun Come and you know they not do. give it to you, and he, he acted again mystified by that. Oh, they don't do that. <laughs> well, if he was mystified by those two things that you mentioned, he was mystified by. He has no reason to be mayor. I mean, I I'm telling concur. you, the last guy in the world. <laughs> exactly. Now, now I, I think Havarda is going to run. I think, and uh, I always thought Manny was going to run. I always thought he was going to be a part. You know, he was going to throw this out in the ring. I hope not. I, well, I'm, <laughs> his well, I, videos yeah. are so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I think whispering. if you have annoying videos, you shouldn't be allowed to be mayor of anything. <laughs> if you have annoying videos, well, that would be about 99% of us at this yeah, point. Exactly right. All right, quick break. Oh, more, God. And we'll take a break. More wherever I'm coming up. Uh, you know, at uh, Quarter Moon Plumbing Heat and AC, uh, they're ready, okay? And they got fully stocked trucks with guys who understand furnaces, heating systems, no matter what yours is, gas or electric or whatever, heat pump or whatever you got. And Quarter Moon will get to you and take care of you right away. Why wait for the super cold weather? I've been telling you now that super cold weather, for us anyway, is coming on Monday and Tuesday. Why wait for that? Get Quarter Moon out to the house and look at your furnace, look at your heater, because you're going to use it Monday and Tuesday of next week. Oh, oh, by the way, let me just double up on you, because Monday and Tuesday... And then later in the week, it's going to hit us again. It's going to happen again twice next week. So you want to be prepared. And Quarter Moon will get you prepared by looking at every aspect of your heating system. Call them right now this very minute and get that inspection done. 210-651-5899. Don't put it off another minute. Call them right now and get on the schedule to have somebody come out and check your heating system. Quarter Moon Plumbing, Heat, and AC. The good guys at 210-651-5899. Yep, partly sunny today, 66, 73 for your high tomorrow. And then again, Monday, Tuesday of next week, we're looking at highs only in the 30s and lows in the teens to 20s. Right now it's 35 degrees at KTSA. Well, we've got a busy morning rush hour going on. It's Monday night at 7 on News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. We're in Ryman, it's 820. Can I just mention something else real quick? Sure. We just got a, a text, somebody saying, your thoughts on the power grid for next week uh, in the in the cold weather? Because uh-huh. we're, we're facing could potentially see record low. The record for Tuesday morning, uh, fourteen degrees. That was set back in eighteen eighty eight. So how's right. that global warming working for you? Oh yeah, uh, very obviously <laughs> right? the Earth is heating up. Yeah. Short answer is I don't have any idea uh, if we're going to have power issues. I would imagine that we would. Yeah. If we get any ice. I would that really doubles our chances, right. if not more, at, at power issues because ice on tree limbs and stuff like that. Mm. Tree limbs heavy and they fall and fall on wires and stuff. So that could possibly happen. I, I you know, I just say be ready uh, yeah. for for that if it if it does happen. Um, it very likely it's very likely at least in some of the listening area we cover 99 counties over the air. So right. somebody's going to have some power issues uh, Monday and Tuesday. 
Well, mostly so, watch out for the old folks who are alone, man. Yeah, that's watch true, out for too. your seniors. That's exactly right. Yeah, that's yeah. a huge deal. Well, and your pets. You know, pets, yeah. I, yeah. I, what I always tell the wife is, you know, uh, bring in the dog, throw the old man out in the backyard. Cause, uh, <laughs> on a cold night. Don't give my wife any ideas. <laughs> I already ordered a firewood just now, texted my guy. Wow. You're going to need it. Yeah. You are that's why need I'm it. ordering it today yeah, before right. it's too late. A really good idea. But be prepared for, you know, a backup on your power stuff, you know, charge up your phones and all those kind of things. Who knows? I, I Who knows? Just, well, based on what we went through a couple of years ago, I would expect that stuff would happen and rather than yeah. not expect the it. The difference is we do, Right. Yeah, that's a you good way I mean? of looking at it. Yeah. Prepare for the worst and plan. And if it's you know, fine, you yeah, got no worries. There you go. You know. Um, we're not going to have the snow and stuff like that here no, no. like we had. Uh, a couple of years ago, but we are going to have some very cold weather, and it's going to hit us twice next week. Apparently, it's going to come back again toward the end of next week right. as well. Rock on. So, yeah, <laughs> uh, and the only reason uh bringing that up since somebody asked the question, it's really going to be interesting. We'll have plenty to talk about if we do have major power outages, seeing as how CPS just went up on everybody's bill with a major tax increase a month ago. Yeah, so. <laughs> we'd be paying more for our energy, and what if we don't get none next week, exactly man? I point. should be getting twice as much energy next week, man, for what I'm paying. That's right. You're paying, you're paying more for less Dude, energy. I see that electricity bill every, and we keep stuff turned off. My, especially my wife and her kid, they keep stuff turned off. Yeah. We really are very conscious right. about our energy usage, and still, man. Did you grow up in a house like that? What we're, we're very careful about that. I, we did. No, I did. I did. No, not not that I can, I, can remember. My my mom was so poor when they were growing up in Memphis, right. Tennessee, that they turned off the lights. Sometimes sitting in a room, right? Because <laughs> right, they couldn't right. afford it. And you, if you left a room in our house, she would make you go back in there and turn the light off. Wow. Go back in there and turn that light off. You don't. You didn't leave lights on, even if you were just leaving right. for a couple of seconds. <laughs> and see, I my, my issue is I like light. I, I don't like gloomy rooms in right. my house. I want to be able to see stuff. Sure. And uh, again, my wife and uh, and the kids are are all about keeping the lights off. And and I get it; it saves money. I mean, they, they lived uh, together for a long time in apartments where you really needed to be money conscious, and so they're very conscious, all of them, yeah. about turning stuff off. And I'm the guy who's like coming in and turning everything on. So right. it's probably my fault that the electrical bills well, are a little high. And do they keep it chilly? We like it cold. I do like it cold. We oh, like it cold. We keep the AC high. Yeah. You can hang meat in my living room. I mean, we, we, we keep it cold. This time of year, we'll set the thermostat. Like right now, the thermostat is set at 63 in our house. Right. 63. And Nancy, you know, she'll just pile on clothes. And right. Keep piling on clothes until she's warm enough to, to live in 63 degrees. But. Well, for me, it was almost Stockholm Syndrome because when I moved in with my wife, it was 10 years ago, I liked it kind of warm. I liked to keep things toasty. Did you? And I just sort of had to learn to live with it. <laughs> yeah. Because now I'm, I'm used to it. Now I, I like it cold, too. Right. Yeah. But it's interesting when people come over, they want to go stand outside or they want to go because they, they, I don't realize Sean, how cold it is. That's true. It happens every time we have people come over to our house. They want house. to go outside because it's cold. The, the same thing. The, the, oh, uh, Linda goes right over, one of our great, great friends. And right. she'll, she'll grab the blanket that's on the couch, and she'll just wrap that blanket around her and sit and shiver on my couch. I'm like, wow, honey, it's okay. You don't have to freeze to death in mine. Let me know. I'll build you a fire. Right, right. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, the same thing. I don't realize how cold it is till somebody else, like when my buddy from the East Coast came over a few weeks ago. Yeah. We spent the entire time in the driveway because they were freezing their asses off right. in our house, man. Well, I, but it, I like it cold now. It, it reminds me of a couple of years ago when we had the big snow and all the power outages and oh. all that stuff and what we went through. You and I were working from home at the time. Oh, it because sucked. Of, because of the pandemic. Well, that we the power and, went out. We had to do the whole show on our cell phones. And it was crazy. Well, first of all, the power went out here and the generator wasn't working. So right. Greg calls me and says, where can I find a generator? <laughs> Found one in, down in Corpus, and they put it in the parking lot out yeah, here. Yeah, it was the size of a small building. It was the size of a building. And they were working in the dark. You know, the morning, right. the, the, everything was turned off. And Don Morgan shows up, and he's completely, well, he can't get in. Because right. the, the system oh, the is like, work. Yeah, yeah, it's electronic wow. back there. So you had to wait for Greg to get here to let him in. Wow. They came in a completely dark building. Not, not, wow. not one bit we of flashlights. Light. Yeah, flashlights. That's right. And uh, you and I were, were you were at your house. I was at mine. Yeah. And we didn't have any power, so we couldn't log on our typical way. So what we had to do was call in on our cell phones. We did it on our phones. Now, get this. I haven't done that since Market 170 at like an auto park. Yeah. <laughs> and, it, and the snow was three feet high outside, right? And we're doing a show on our phones, and I had to go out to the car, start the car. Oh, yeah, I did too. To charge my cell phone so I could keep you know, doing a yeah. show with you. Yeah, I had to keep going out to my car as well, <laughs> plugging it in, man. It was weird. That was a long day, man, on the radio. That was a very long day. But think about that for just a minute. Gas and oil providing us the power that we needed yes. to be able to do a radio show, and they want to get rid of gas and oil. <laughs> it's just so and i understand why a lot of the architects of the climate change thing want to tank the energy industry in this country because oh, that's sure. really what it's about because sure. they want to own it sure it is it's communism. Right. communism but i can't believe all the just ordinary citizens that are all about that crap too sure. and oh oil's horrible and fossil fuels are horrible yeah. hey they work right and we got lots of it yeah we do <laughs> and, and it is it truly it's it's it's, it's nothing it's as simple as that, Sean. And I know people have been saying that about me for a long time in that I've been talking about this march to transfer this economy into communism, yeah. which is the public ownership of all the things sure. that we've been talking about. Yeah. And that's exactly what they're doing. And by the way, yes, you can have leftists who are fascists, and that's exactly what well, they're they, installing. Well, at the end of the day, that's exactly what they are. I mean, you can call it communism or socialism. I mean, if they're rolling in and the government's owning all business, that's communism, but it's... It's really fascism. At sure the end of the is. day, it's fascism. Correct. And almost, they, they try to nice it up with words like socialism and communism. But so, even communism in the Soviet Union was ultimately fascism. Right. So if they bring in all these people and they collapse the, the school system, they take over the school system. Yeah, oh yeah. If they bring all these people in like they're doing, they collapse the hospital and medical system in America, which they're doing, right. and it is collapsing under under our feet. Right. It is collapsing right now. They take over health care in America. Yeah. They've already taken over the energy sector, right? Right. And they continue to collapse the energy sector. It they, is, own they, it, they own media. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It is all about destroying capitalism, the free market, and our Republican form of government here in the United States to replace it with communism. That's what they're doing. Well, I agree. And it's especially the young idiots who glom onto this stuff. And it's like, hey, you don't realize how much you little punks love yep. the free market system and love capitalism. You're really going to miss it when it's gone, man. By the way, you brought up yesterday at this time driving the Wienermobile, and they're looking for people to do that. <laughs> yes, Just real I might quick, do it. <laughs> another text. Well, actually, I, here's a better idea because somebody brought this up yesterday. Get Mike the trucker to do it. 
Mike the Trucker to do the Wienermobile? <laughs> He's perfect for that. He's even trained. I don't know. That'd be kind of like an evolutionary step down for a guy who drives for a living. To go from driving an 18-wheeler to a huge, freaking yeah, wiener. Huge, huge pay loss for Mike. <laughs> they ain't playing Jerry Reed, you know, in a, in a Wienermobile. Let, you know what? He called this morning. When he calls back, let's ask him if he wants to... He wants to drive, take his time driving a wiener around. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, a quick break here for more. and Ryman coming up. Hey, look, you're, you're looking for great ways to make money for your family in the future, right? Well, this is a the best way I know of is investing in real estate. Yeah, okay, so a lot of stuff is changing right now. And many of the, stu- the challenges and whatever that you're facing right now, you can't do anything about, right? But here's something that you can do something about, learning how passive income through real estate can benefit you and your family in these very uncertain times. I don't know what's going to happen this year. Nobody really does. But you can take control of what you can take control of. Lifestyles Unlimited, the nation's expert real estate investor education and mentoring group for 33 years. They've been teaching people how to invest in real estate and make money and retire in five years or less. You want to learn how to do this? Just go to the website, givemetotalfreedom.com. GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. That's where you can learn online or in person how to invest in real estate and start making money investing in real estate. Just check out the website today. Mention Trey when you do. It's actually where, W-A-R-E, when you do, and you'll get these incredible discounts. GiveMeTotalFreedom.com, promo code where, W-A-R-E. Are you tired of going to the dentist over and DSA? Anthony Blinken in Saudi Arabia. What's going on with that? Well, he's doing a tour of the Middle East. He met with Netanyahu probably for about three minutes. Uh, and he was hanging out with the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. And uh, I know we don't have audio, but uh, this is what he said with regard to integration, to normalization. Again, you and I talk a lot about with Hamas and, and Israel, with the Israeli war, and, and our place in that, that our government says all kinds of stuff about how bad Hamas is and how we have Israel's back. But what are they, what are they actually doing? That is it. This is another example the word yesterday was normalization, talking about the relationships between Israel, Gaza, yes, and everybody else in that region. Uh, with regard to integration to normalization, we talked about that actually on uh, including, uh, he's, he's all, this is a direct quote, so it's kind of messy, uh, right here in Saudi Arabia. I can tell you this, there's a clear interest here in pursuing uh, a, a, an end to the conflict in Gaza, and it will also clearly require that there be a practical pathway to a Palestinian state. Sure. So whose side are we really on? Uh, the Palestinians. Uh, in November, <laughs> yes. In November, yeah. the crown prince himself, who Anthony was, whose butt cheeks he was kissing yesterday, uh-huh. uh, said in November that, yeah, it's two-state. We support Palestine, and we support the, you know, uh, pulling all... Israeli uh, uh, folks, uh, troops out of uh, the Gaza Strip, out of Palestine. I mean, they, we know whose side they're on. Right, right, right. Now, all of them were on the pathway to at least coexistence with the Abraham Accords with Donald Trump. You had about 20 nations, I mean, 17, I think, with, with Saudi Arabia. And you, you had a whole bunch of folks who, who knew the United States wasn't messing around. The United States was firmly on the side of Israel. And you better start thinking about coexisting uh, or, or, you know, there's going to be some bad stuff. And uh, they were on that journey. I mean, they, they, we, we were getting there. Peace in the Middle East. And then Joe Biden rolls in. <laughs> it all went south, well, man. And here's what happened. Biden gave them billions of dollars. Yes. 
they took the billions of dollars and they gave it to the Hamas terrorists yep. in the Gaza Strip. Uh, they gave it to Hezbollah up in the north to get some really accurate missiles. Right. And this all came from Iran. It yep. all, all that money ran through Iran. It was a money laundering operation that, once again, just like Ukraine, our government's involved in money laundering. A deal which Donald sure. Trump uh, had criticized and well, I think had done away with. Donald Trump had shut down because he had put all kinds of sanctions on Iran. Yeah. Iran was closing up. Iran was about to be done. They were about to topple the leadership in Iran. We had a, a perfect opportunity for, for new leadership to come into Iran like the Shah and actually maybe have some human rights and democracy instead of these mullahs who could care less about human right, rights. Right, right. Have some human rights uh, laws passed in Iran and do some good things. But then when everybody started to get right and the Abraham Accords happened and Trump moved the embassy down to Jerusalem where it belongs and everything, all that stuff was coming into line, Iran couldn't have that, nor could Barack Obama. That's exactly. So yes, remember yes. what Barack did when he was president, he funneled billions of dollars on pallets of cash in the middle of the night in yep. unmarked airplanes to the mullahs in Iran. We know whose side he's on to. Absolutely. Which they took that money and they paid terrorists to kill people. Right. And so the exact same thing happened again. This is the Barack Obama presidency. They sent that money over there and immediately the attacks began to happen. October seventh mm. happened and it hasn't you know it hasn't let up since. Uh, the same thing is going on today. And what they're trying to do is force Israel into a two-state solution. How do you normalize a relationship with somebody that wants you eradicated from the face you of cannot. the earth? You cannot. It's impossible. Yeah. You, you can't have a, dip a diplomatic conversation with that. You know, and all of these theocracies, that's what they want. Oh, they of want course. the Jews gone, If the Palestinians were to put their weapons down today... Right? right, then peace would reign there. It would. It would happen there. Israel would not attack the Palestinians. They would have peace. Plenty of Palestinians and Arabs live in Israel next door to Israelis. Yeah. Happens all the time. Yeah. But conversely, if Israel were to put their weapons down and say we're going to have peace, they would be slaughtered overnight. Yes, they would. Slaughtered. I think they have proven that. Yeah, absolutely. The bad guys, Hamas with the Houthis, Sunni, Shia, whoever, you know, the bad guys, the terrorists, they, it, it, there, there's no compromise with those people. With that ideology, it's you have to go away utterly and completely. If you want peace in the Middle East, and I mean true peace, if you want production like you've never seen in the Middle East, if you want prosperity in the Middle East, you have to have regime change in Iran. Yeah. There's no other way around it. They are the linchpin uh, to, to peace and safety and prosperity happening in the Middle East. And to have that, sorry, you got to have Trump back in the office, well, back in the Oval Office. Yeah, I think he's the, he was doing it. He had them just about done. They were, yes. I remember, you probably remember 1979. Mm. The Shaw came here. Yeah. He he he, sir, he got his uh, cancer treatment at, uh, at at Wilford Hall. I remember that very well. Right. Um and when they toppled him immediately those religious zealots took over and the Middle East has never been the same no, since. It's been an S storm ever. I mean it's always been an S storm but it's been a real S storm ever since. Oh yeah. And and you know really no other president had accomplished as much frankly in that regard than Donald Trump well there were two things two major things that he did in addition to putting the sanctions on right. uh, Iran and, and all of that and telling them if you get a nuke we're just gonna by the way it was announced yesterday they're about five minutes from having a nuke Excellent. Iran <laughs> that's great imagine imagine the religious nut jobs that run Iran having 
a nuclear weapon. I'd rather not. Right. <laughs> That'll keep my ass up at night. And they're real close to getting it. But what he right. did, what Donald Trump did, two very important things. He went to Afghanistan and offloaded the mother of all bombs. Mm-hmm. And he said, look what I have. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're worried about nukes. I can destroy every oil field in Iran with this one bomb. And he did it up in the mountains of right. Afghanistan so everybody could see it, but nobody really got hurt by it. That was the first thing. Second thing is, he blasted Soleimani. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Took That's him it. out. Well, it was kind of the same chess move like Reagan when he went to uh, Gorbachev. And he said, look, I can outspend you, which means I can always best you uh, in some kind of conflict. And that brought an end to the Soviet Union. Uh, you, you, saw this, you were seeing the same thing in the Middle East with Donald percent. Trump. You're a million percent right. You, you know, I mean, <laughs> your Teddy Roosevelt, you know, speak softly but carry a big old stick, man. Uh, Mike Reagan used to be on the show all the time. Right. One, once a week. We had him on once a week right. on a regular basis. And I asked him one time, I said, when Gorbachev and your dad got up in Reykjavik, Reykjavik mm. they were how cold it was, they put their coats, they were negotiating, they couldn't come to any kind right. of conclusion, and they got up, just the two of them. Right. No aides or translators, just those two, and they walked outside in the snow. They came back, and Gorbachev said, boys, it's over. <laughs> That's it's pretty over. much it, yeah. And I said, what did your dad say? Did he ever tell you what he said right. to Gorbachev? He said that. Yeah. I'm just going to outspend you. Yeah. He, remember he was starting Star Wars? Yeah. And he said, they, they, I'm just going to outspend you. You cannot keep up with me. You might as well give in because you're going to bankrupt your country. Well, and Trump did the same thing yeah. with the testing of this bomb. He's like, this is what I can do. Right. You know, and, and that's why you need a, in, in moments like that, you need a, a per, somebody who is not thinking politically. And I think that's really what works. Because right now, I think thinking politically is what screws up those decisions. It's a very easy thing. I can kill you. Right. <laughs> that's why you're going to start working towards coexisting. Well, let's, let's, let's look at what AMLO, the president of Mexico, is now telling oh. Joe Biden. Telling Joe Biden. Telling the United States. Dictating to him. Dictating. Yeah. We want $20 billion. We want $10 million of those illegal aliens that are residing in America. We want them to be uh, to get amnesty, right, to be citizens right. of the United States with all the rights and privileges. We want you to take whatever embargo that you have on Venezuela. We should take that off. We want you to take the embargo off of Cuba. And if you'll do those things, then we may work with you on your illegal immigration problem. I got to tell you, he's dictating to the president of the United States of America who should just say, you're a pimple on my fanny, and I'm going to destroy you if you don't get right with illegal immigration and stop it in your country, which is what Trump told him. Exactly. But, again, going back to Anthony Blinken and Mayorkas and all of them, they're listening, and they're taking it seriously, and they're using words like, I think the word that last week was uh, regularization. Yeah. It's now irregular migration, and so they're taking this hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. You know, and you're right. We ought to be saying, "Hey, this stops now, or we put tanks." As you said yesterday, we put tanks on the border. Right. You know, you think we can clear an island, yeah. which they did here in right. Texas? Right. We can clear you out too. Right. And ain't nobody going to do that no, right now. Not right now. We need we need leadership change. Yeah. Trump back in office. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely. All right, River City Oral Surgery. Dr. Mark Havercorn at River City Oral Surgery for you and for the betterment of your dental health. How about dental implants? You hear a lot about that. A lot of companies on radio and television advertising dental implants. Well, let me tell you about River City Oral Surgery. With Dr. Havercorn at the helm, you've got one of the best oral and facial doctors 
anywhere. Surgeon, uh, great at what he does, highly skilled at what he does. He also brings along with him a, a an MD anesthesiologist who's cardiac trained and certified to to do the uh, put you to sleep. You're actually asleep the whole time. So you don't have to worry about sedation dentistry or twilight or any of that kind of stuff. No, no, no. They put you to sleep to do the work for your dental implants. You're going to have a smile that looks fantastic, so you're going to feel great about that, but you're also going to have a smile that's going to work. Like right now, if you have missing or broken teeth, it's hard to chew sometimes. You've got pain. That makes it even harder. Well, your friends at River City Oral Surgery can take care of all that for you, and they're extremely transparent. All of the procedures, all the prices are right on their website. So why don't you check it out? today. That's RiverCityOMS.com for River City Oral Surgery. And on the phone, 210-778-0002. My name is Kelly. I want to tell you about Dr. 